wrestling fans and all you listeners out there welcome to emb's the bacon and eggs of pro wrestling and sports podcast i'm your host eddie b and with me again today i brought back my lovely wife lauren Guys, it's great to be back on this brand new edition on this great Friday. We're going to be hopping into a bunch of different items. But first, I want to give you a little rundown. We are doing this for you fans, you listeners, everyone out there. This is all about you guys. We want plenty of feedback. We'll give you all the links, all the sites, everything you need to subscribe to, like, and share at the end of this podcast. But just a little bit of also insight, we're going to have special guests in the future. We're definitely going to be trying to dip into the local wrestling scene, Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. They've tied in now with Al Snow and OVW. We're not going to be one-sided. We're going to give our honest opinion. We're not historians. We're here for the fun of it. We're here for the feedback, and we're going to twist some things up. Give it to you breakfast style. So I hope you guys are hungry. We've got a full plate today. Get your salt, get your pepper, get your hot sauce. Here we go. All right, guys, we're going to dive into the first topic, Lauren, today on the sunny side up topic of things. Mm -hmm. We're going to jump in real quick right off the top. Can you believe it? One week. From no. today, we're going to have football again. No, I cannot believe that. I also heard that one week from two days ago, we were supposed to get our first snow of the year. Insane, insane. We're coming to you live from the Baxter compound in the Brummett Wing here in Colorado. It's it's definitely crazy to me. Football's coming back. Yeah. Um, We want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. We definitely got two separate home teams here that we root for, but we're not going to be biased on anything that we talk about here on this podcast. But, yeah, definitely excited. We got the Kansas City Chiefs, the returning Super Bowl champs, mm-hmm. going up against the Houston Texans, see what Watson can pull out of his hat. Definitely be interesting. I can't wait. We'll definitely dive into that in the future. But the main focus definitely on this here is, E's and B's podcast is definitely pro wrestling. And like I said, again, we're not historians. We're, we're in it to learn as well. We'll be doing some watch-alongs. It's going to be a fantastic thing to do. But uh, moving along here on the sunny side up, uh, we're going to jump into some of the um, stats of each show, what happened. We're just going to give you the the winners, the losers. We're going to talk a little bit about NASCAR. I got a good racing background history myself. I love it. Short track racing. Little 500 this weekend in my hometown. If you know about it, you know about it. Uh, It's just a passion of mine. Lauren's not too into it, but uh, that's all right. It's just something I like to do in my spare time when I'm not watching wrestling or or playing with my beautiful kids. Anyhow, uh, that's a big topic. NASCAR starting their playoffs this weekend. I- I'm rooting for the Fords for sure. Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, man, they've been destroying the scene. Seven wins apiece this year. Lauren, what do you think? Yeah, I think that I mean, Kyle Busch yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. The last year's champ hasn't won a race going in, into the first week of the playoffs in Darlington. I might add, if you know where that's at, it's a tough one to start out. It's going to be fun. 
four rounds, I think it is, three races apiece, and then four people will battle it out for the winner. Yeah. Also going on this weekend, holiday weekend, Lauren, what do you think about that? Holiday weekend. I know, it doesn't seem right. All this COVID, politics, all that stuff, it, you know, baffles everybody's media and phone and stuff. Ah. Let's talk about the holiday weekend and what we got in store. Yeah. Racing, cool. basketball, hockey, and most of all, all out AEW pay-per-view. Huge, huge weekend. Coming off of two big weekends back-to-back for WWE. Uh, but definitely, I'm looking forward to this holiday weekend. Uh, you know, it's going to be pretty interesting to see the outcome all out. And we'll dive into that here later on in the meat topic of the portion of this broadcast. Anyhow, Lauren, we're going to dive in real quick and give some winners and losers on uh, four out of the five shows real quick. Maybe dive into a couple thoughts on your on what you think. And definitely, like I said, listeners, please feedback that's what we want no negative please though we, we're definitely yeah, positive, positive only and, and what what we can help to make this thing a lot funner for you and i plenty of merch and giveaways coming soon lauren what about that unboxing video yeah. hey if you haven't seen it check it out check it out it's on twitter face thanks oh my gosh i almost said face, face. <laughs> facebook twitter um youtube i lost my sheet i'll find it again out there if, if you want to find it it's out there follow me on twitter guys that's why i link everything i do on there i link everything i do facebook, facebook uh twitter, it, it'll be out there definitely follow it because there's a chance you could win a prize hey right. never know you watch the unboxing video, you and if you do win a prize we'll be getting to you soon and you were the end you'll know that you're a winner when we find out your address and then you get a prize but moving along here on the finish side up of things, we're going to jump into Raw first off. It's a pretty good show, in my opinion, coming off of the payback. Uh, the first match they had on there was Keith Lee over Dolph Ziggler. Pretty great. Stipulation here was a winner of this went to the final match of the night for a three-way. And then the winner of that three-way was going to face or get a title shot coming up. Pretty interesting, Lauren. Yeah, definitely. Uh, after that match, it was Mickey James. She got a win over Lana, who uh, had Natalia side, ringside with her. Uh, okay, match. You know, if you've been keeping up with Mickey James, she's had some things to say about her comeback. Uh, anyways, moving on to the third match, it was one of my favorites, Randy Orton. Getting the win over Kevin Owens, there was semantics and stuff, but uh, we won't dive into that one this week. Guys, we're going to pick a show each week to dive into and also sometimes put it up to you guys, the listeners, to give us what you want us to talk about maybe in the next upcoming episode. Yeah, what well, you want to digest, what you want to hear us digest and dig into. Um, definitely, definitely uh, big on the um, feedback on the listeners. You got that right, Lauren. Anyways, uh, so moving on after the Randy Orton match, there was the three uh, six-man match, I should say. We had the Viking Raiders and Cedric Alexander uh, teaming up against the Hurt Business. And uh, they got the win over the Hurt Business, which is kind of shocking, a little sneakery going on there. That's a little feud back and forth, Cedric Alexander um, in the Hurt Business, along with Apollo Crews as well. Uh, moving right along, then we had another stipulation. Kind of caught me off guard. I'm kind of upset that they didn't promote this a little bit better. And then also, I know there's going to be a better storyline coming out of it. But 
you could have guessed what was going to happen if you knew it. It was the Riot Squad versus the Iconics, and the loser had to split up. The Riot Squad. Liv's been begging for forgiveness, I feel like, and uh, they got back together. Anyhow, they got the win over the Iconics. Now, the Iconics have to split. We'll see about that coming up soon, probably next week on Raw. And then the next match, we had uh, Seth Rollins, another addition to that triple threat match I talked about. He got the win over Dom, Dominic Mysterio, which another good match by Dom, man. He's put on some good, new, uh, good matches here recently in his debut. Man, if he keeps it up, he's going to be a great talent. Uh, after that, we had the Street Profits against uh, Andrade and uh, Angel Garza, two of my new favorites. I really love watching those guys. Ended up being a no contest, drug out match, no winner on that one. Pretty interesting storyline still carrying on from uh, SummerSlam. If you've been keeping up with WWE there. Uh, and then uh, to close out the show, they had the triple threat match with Randy Orton, Keith Lee, and Seth Rollins. Randy Orton getting the win and now going to be moving on to get a title shot once again. Will it be Drew? Or will it be. Seth Rollins, not Seth Rollins, excuse me, Roman Reigns. We'll see. Moving right along, Lord, we're going to move into SmackDown. That was the prior week Friday, SmackDown. So it's been a week ago, but anyways, good show. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Hardy started out the show with a win over Shinsuke Nakamura. Following that match, we had Matt Riddle with a great win. He's looking great, in my opinion. Lauren, not a fan. Over Shorty G. Mm-hmm. Uh Next up, uh, Braun got hit by a chair and then decided he wanted to fight Gulak. He destroyed him. Uh, after that, Cesaro got a good quick win over Kalisto. There's a little storyline rolling with that, with the tag team titles. And then to close out the show, they had a six-man match. Uh, Biggie, Heavy Machinery, got the win over Sheamus. And hey, hey, ho-ho, the Miz and Morrison show. Not looking too hot. I'm about ready for that to break up and try something new. It's kind of getting old. But, you know, we're just giving our opinion, folks, you know. We love to listen to other podcasts, Busted Open, Jim Cornette, What Happened When, 83 Weeks. Anything Conrad Conrad Thompson produces is fantastic. But, uh, you know, and, and I love listening to all that and getting their opinions, mixing it with my thoughts, you know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to stir stir the eggs just yet with anybody. But I'll stir the eggs on on my show and make it interesting and fun. So we'll, we'll stir the eggs and add some bacon, some hot peppers, green chilies. You name it. So moving along, uh, after SmackDown, we're going to talk about uh, the NXT show. The NXT show aired on Tuesday night this week. A little change might be coming for permanent. From what I hear, Jericho was talking about it on a. Uh, Busted open, talking about how much he he thinks it's better for the business. I I agree. I think it'd be great. I mean, I love it when all brands uh, excel. And uh, not to mention, you know, we got to still talk about impact. And I'm not going to mention anything about New Japan at the moment, but I do got it in my back pocket on the back burner. Got some special guests coming up later on this month, and I think he's got a little bit more info on that. And I hope to dig his brain. You know, I'm here to learn, too. I don't know everything. I, I don't know how many times I can tell you that. I love watching the network. I love watching all the old stuff from the 80s up to almost, you know, current. And it's just, it's a passion of mine and it's a dream of mine. And I'm I'm doing it, guys, right here, right here now. Uh, anyways, moving back into the fights here, NXT uh, started out with uh, a six-man match as well. Uh, Breeze Dango and 
Swerve got the win. Um, nothing special. We might dive in or dive in, jump into NXT next week. I don't, I don't know. We need. I I need more of it. I, I'm just. I feel like it's right on the edge of being good and right on the edge of just being flat and, and not very impressive. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. So hopefully they can pick up the pace. Anyways, after that we had Candice LeRae over Casey. Uh, one of the favorite matches I liked was Timothy Thatcher getting the win over Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed, a Jim Cornette favorite, I might add, but one of my favorites as well. If you caught uh the takeover, he was wearing the Bam Bam Bigelow outfit, classic, classic for all you all you classic wrestling fans. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Rumor is he's got another one up his sleeve with the world's strongest man. Anyhow, moving along after that, they had a they uh. The final match, and what it is, is Karrion Cross got hurt in, in TakeOver, so he's forfeiting the title at the moment. And so now what uh, Regal has decided to do is throw a four-way together and like a, I think, a, yeah, something like that. And, yeah. and then to determine, you know, who could be the champion, because he's not going to be back for a while. You know, he's separated his shoulder. Uh, Jim Cornette nailed it on the head definitely on his podcast he yeah. spotted it right away and then you know we went back and watched it just after he told us and he, he was he was he was he was correct you know but anyways uh four-way match kind of uh, iron man style um it was down between the four best people on the show in my opinion really right now anyhow uh adam cole finn balor gargano and champa i mean you can't really that's for what they have you can't ask for much more maybe maybe a McCaffrey, I don't know. I, I really dig his performance. I can't. Yeah. I, I hope we see more of him. But anyways, this came down to what it, what we didn't think it was going to happen, Lauren. It was a draw. Yeah. I two people that. got two. Two for two. You know, uh, Adam Cole and Finn Balor. I mean, what? I mean, to be expected, I guess. I don't know. I kind of maybe was pulling for Champa, but uh, I don't know. But definitely, uh, now we're going to see a little bit carry on in the storyline. So very interesting on NXT. Like I said, we'll probably catch up with them here in a week or two on the uh, the meat topic and break down a little bit more. Finally, rolling out the, the last show before we, we uh, dive into AEW here in a little bit is Impact. Impact, Lauren's not very kind of it because she hasn't seen enough of it. My my opinion, it's not kid-friendly. I've got to explain some things to my 10-year-old that I, I hate. But uh, I'm not going to hate on Impact. I, I enjoy the actual competition and the athletes, and they have some great talent now with some new signings. But, uh, yeah, this just not kid-friendly in my opinion. Uh, but maybe the, maybe they'll change soon. Mm. Sammy Calhoun got the win over RVD. I love seeing that. Uh, I don't even want to top into that match. That's part of my problem. I remember a big RVD fan, but not not so much these days. Some of the things he does, I don't agree with. Some of the – I wouldn't say – Things he does, I guess. Some things that are associated with him. Anyways, uh, next match was a was a handicap match, which was kind of cool, but ended up being a surprise guest. Rhino got the win over Reno Scum, but we did see a surprise of Heath Slater mm-hmm. showing up. He's trying to get that contract. He's still, he's got kids like me. Uh, after that, somebody yeah. got to make money during COVID. <laughs> you got that right, honey. Uh, after that, we have the Rascals over Ace Austin and Madman Fullen. He, them two were just in a little bit of brawl with some other guys I really care for and listen to very frequently, and that's the Good Brothers. 
You want to hear the worst podcast? They claim they have it. It's Talking Shops Radio. Talking Shop Radio. Uh, great, great podcast. Love listening to that. <clears throat> Anyhow, uh, after that match, they did their little wrestle house. I'm not a fan of that very well. I know uh, Tommy Dreamer's behind it. It's something different, but I don't know. Just something just it ain't there for me. I don't know. Maybe too much comedy. They're trying too hard. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But to end out NXT, <clears throat> excuse me. They had uh, what they call their uh, call-out match. Their champion, Eddie Edwards, had the call-out for anybody that wanted to, to challenge him. And Eric Young has attacked him uh, prior, but tonight was the night. Eric Young attacked him how he wanted two weeks ago and then capitalized, beating him, and then is now the NX, or no, excuse me, the Impact Heavyweight Champion. Pretty, pretty cool there. I can't wait to see what happens this coming week on Impact. That's going to be interesting. So, folks, that's the end of the uh, segment there on Sunny Side Up and Things. Hope you enjoyed that. Now we're going to move on to what we call the meat. The bacon. The biscuits and gravy, maybe? The ham? The ham, yeah. The yeah. Canadian bacon? Egg? Shout out to Jericho on that, huh? Funny. Love that guy, man. Can't wait. You know what sounds good right now, Lauren? Yeah. A mimosa. Mimosa. Woo-hoo. You got me there. I could go for both at the same time. Huh? Yeah, definitely. I can't wait. Groundbreaking stuff coming out at All Out. We'll talk about that coming up. All right, guys. We're here in the meat topic. Lauren, there's some serious things I want to get into. Yeah. Thick and heavy. First off, Brock Lesnar no longer contracting WWE. I saw that. Well, his contract's ended. The negotiations supposedly reportedly have come to a stall. Now you're reading everywhere and anywhere. Uh, he's going to UFC. He's going to AEW. Peter uh, Belfort calling him out for a bare-knuckle challenge, saying he's a fraud. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff out there. You don't know what to believe and what not to believe. But what I think I want to get into a little bit is his former manager, Paul Heyman. Yeah. He's now the manager of Roman Reigns. Yeah. Imagine if they came back, or he, he Brock Lesnar came back. What, what, what do you think could happen there? That's the two biggest force right now, I would say. Yeah. Money draws. Let's put it that way. Money draws. And no offense to, to Drew McIntyre. You know, he just hasn't had the chance because the fans have been gone. And that's not his fault. No, poor guy. I mean... Yeah, I mean he can't complain though. I mean, listen to these numbers: SmackDown two hundred or two two point one eight million viewers last week. Raw one point eight nine million. And then wow. pretty close. They were both were good shows. AEW came in an astounding, astounding uh, nine hundred twenty eight thousand up from last week. I would say, hey. Yeah. And then NXT on a different night as well. It pulled in 849. Now, believers, don't be adding the two days when they re-ran the show together and then saying they beat AEW. That don't count. And we're not we're not all about the numbers either. We don't care. But we're just getting what we re- have been recorded and researched. Anyways, back into the meat topic. You know, so that's a big deal, bringing in numbers back if, if that was what was to happen. But here's what I'm going to end this meat, meat topic conversation on, Lauren. AJ Styles and, Pay- uh, and Paul Heyman don't get along. And AJ, St- well, AJ Styles had a little bit of beef with him lying to him about doing 
our friends, his friends, the good brothers, Raw. Yeah. And, and truthfully, he, he, you know, rumored he left Raw to SmackDown to get away from the guy. Now here this guy is, poof, you know, gets re- let go of creative, whatever, or his other contract, but his, his athlete contract, his performance contract as a manager, you know, he still has to obtain. Well, now he's on SmackDown. Yeah. You think we're going to see issues between these guys? Definitely. Most definitely. Ah, AJ Styles on his Twitter or Twitch account was saying water under the bridge. Yeah. You know, I, AJ Styles is professional about it, but I, I know there there'll always be a little bit of It'll be interesting to see you guys. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? That's what I want to know. Let me hear back on the meat. Give me some bacon. Give me something to chew on to talk about. I want to hear on the meat topic, guys. You know, feedback. Feedback. All right, Lauren, it's about that time. Moving into one of my favorite segments of the podcast. We call it the scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs topic, and that's going to be where we can mix things up. We can make predictions. And most of all, it doesn't matter because it's not the truth. And it's just what we wish it could be and what you guys eventually will want it to be. Yeah. Sounds great. All right. This week on the scrambled eggs, Lauren. What if Brock Lesnar really went to AEW? That'd be insane, first off. I don't know if AEW has anyone for him to fight. I mean, maybe Brian Cage, Jericho. What about Wardlow? Wardlow, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's doing. Oh, what about. Well, here's a here's a thought. Two MMA experts, right? Brock Lesnar's been there. Yeah. Jake Hagar. Jake Hagar, yeah. They could have a shoot match. Woo-hoo. Only if you could scramble them eggs. Throw some hot sauce on that. Man, that would be that I'd eat it up. What about you? Yeah, I'd eat that up all day. I'd be there to see that. Starting again. Mm-hmm. What's your prediction? Who who you got? I'm gonna go with Brad Kozlowski this weekend. Brad Kozlowski this weekend. Darlington's a tough trap track to tame. I'm gonna have to shoot 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 down the path of what I know best. I'm the kind of guy sometimes I fall into that comfortability lane and I'm gonna roll with the four car and roll with McHarvick. Yeah. Seven wins, dude. You, yeah, I don't know. You can't beat that. No, you let's let's scramble it up a little bit, Lauren. Let's pick somebody that hasn't won. That's in the playoffs. What about that number eight? That new rookie kid. Didn't make it. No, Too close <laughs> for Camfer. He uh, did a slide job and, and wrecked. I'm gonna scr- I'm gonna scramble it up a little bit. I'm gonna pull for the 14 car, Clint Boyer. Why not? Another Ford guy. He's been so close, no cigar, so many times. Hey, let's scramble it up and give him a shot. What do you say? Yeah, I'm all about new new stuff, just like this podcast, guys. I can't express it enough. This is a dream of mine. I can't wait to extend my love to you guys. Be bringing it to you in all forms. Like I said, we're gonna have watch alongs, many things to come, special guests. You call it. You shout outs. Hey, you can catch this ad free and early at Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's special things coming with Patreon too, Lauren. What is it? Uh, we got free merch coming out. Uh, we got different tiers, uh, monthly calls. We might have you call 
Man, that sounds cool. How about this? What about what about this, Lauren? You know, all the other shows they do the watch alongs. I love them, love them to death. Can't get enough of them. But what about maybe doing like what do you say a Zoom call with like three or four or five people in a watch along, and all of us getting in on that? Hey, let me know if you want to do that. That would be great. Get back to me on that. All right, guys, that was the scrambled eggs. All right, guys, like we were talking definitely earlier today, we're going to dive into a little bit of the AEW show. That was the uh, go-home show for this weekend's pay-per-view on the holiday weekend. All I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. You know what I'm actually really excited for? The return of Britt Baker. I mean, holy cow. You said it. You said it, for sure. And I cannot wait. And you know, she's big on Big 12, too. So, Big 12, still on a learning curve. And for what they've got going, guys, you know, it's a small women's division. We know that. We're not going to punk them or nothing because, hey, we want to see this succeed. And uh, like I said, I, I'm not going to pick and choose who I like and who I don't. I'm, I'm rooting for everything. More wrestling for us, the better it's going to be for everybody. You know what I mean? These times are tough. And, and when yeah. you can turn to things that you have passion, I have passion for a lot of sports. I'm a diehard Dolphins fan, Hoosiers fan, you name it. But, you know, when it comes to wrestling, you know, I said I don't know everything and I can't, can't wait to learn about it. And I'm always excited to talk about it. Yeah. You can ask anybody. All right, Lauren. So what we had was the uh, the Wednesday night special Dynamite Go Home. First match was the Ortiz and Santana Inner Circle going up against Chuck Taylor, Trent of Best Friends. What, huge brawl. What do you think? Right off the gate. Right off the gate. Um, I don't think it was Trent. Uh, obviously, Santana and Ortiz definitely looked better than the Best Friends. Um, what was with was it Trent? Trent building the chair. Yeah, yeah. Chair <laughs> building the chair. Like, well, Santana, yeah. if you've seen Santana, took some lessons from his buddy Sammy and swung a chair at him. I'm pretty sure it got him, but it didn't cut him open. But that chair don't come back to haunt him a little bit yeah, later. Along with the stairs, they tried to use the stairs. It, it bit uh, Trent in the butt. Oh. Hey, I'm going to give this a pretty solid, clean match uh, for what it is. It was, uh, it was okay. For an opener, pretty decent, you know. And and uh, finish it off. Santana Ortiz got the win. Um, it's the line pretty well too. So yeah, not a bad, not bad for a first opener match. All right, rolling into the second match. Uh, I have written here in my notes. This is no joke. In quotation mark, Lauren, what's that say? It says I roll. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right, folks. Like I said, I'm not here to hate, but man, Tony Khan's got to cut back on these eight-man tag matches. Yeah. Uh, I, I love so them. Much. I love them, but I don't need one every week. I don't. I, I Maybe one on the go-home shows or at, or at the pay-per-views, but goodness gracious, it's so hard to watch. You can tell sometimes that uh, the guys aren't into it as much as they would be if the fans were there, and we know that's true, but they're doing all they can. I don't know. Anyways, it, it was SCU's uh, 
Christopher Daniels and Frankie with uh, the private party going up against Jurassic Express, which is Jungle Boy and his dinosaur, Luchasaurus. Hey, fun fact. If you watch TNT basketball, NBA basketball, my boy Reggie Miller mm-hmm. was letting everybody know his son loves Luchasaurus. How funny is that? You know, I didn't catch that part of how old he is, but uh, that's just great to hear kids are already into the, the new yeah. brand. And, you know, our kids are definitely into it. My 10-year-old's a diehard. She would love to be on this podcast right now with me. And the three-year-old, she can pretty much name the roster on maybe both AEW and WWE sides. Pretty cool. She does pretty good, yeah. Anyhow, this match started out, and, you know, I expected a lot of flips, flops, high spots, dives, because it's... It's just who it is. The Young Bucks, the Young Bucks, and Jurassic Express, SCU, Pride Party. I mean, don't get me wrong. Christopher Daniels is the most veteran guy here, but you just knew what was coming. Now, the the stipulation of this match was the winners of this match were going to face each other at All Out. Crazy, huh? Yeah, yeah. We saw a lot of stare downs. The Bucks came in with the you know chip on their shoulder. They were strictly business. I mean, uh, pretty solid. I still think they need, that uh, Nick Jackson needs to tone it down a little bit, but I love watching it. It's something different, you know. Love, love just the 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 enthusiasm and the entertainment level they're bringing. It's pretty cool. But anyways, uh, it drug on for a little bit longer than I would like it to. Uh, what do you think about Luchasaurus? Uh, I thought he was a little sad, like stiff as a board, but you know, yeah. not wrestling. I don't know. I kind of feel like too. He's been there long enough that that yeah. Hold uh, on. I do need to give a shout out though, real quick, to Kenny Omega for wearing a shirt. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. All proceeds um, go to her family. That's right, and they are selling that shirt at uh, prowrestlingtees.com. Yeah, so, hit them up. Definitely, that's another one of our good friends, ProWrestlingTees.com. Like she said, all proceeds going. Anyhow, but uh, a little stiffer than what we like with Luchasaurus. I just feel like he, he needs to progress a little bit more and stop with the leg slapping. JR hates that. Anyhow, moving on to the final of that, you know, Jurassic Express and Young Bucks pull off the win. So now they're going to face each other. Oh, wow. Good stuff there. Hopefully they can top last year's all-out match, which they went up against Hangman Page and Kenny Omega for the tag team titles, and we know the outcome of that tag team match of the year, right? Or was that on all-out? I don't know. Still, it was a great show. Anytime those four can put on a a pay-per-view match, it's a good time. Moving on here, the next match that was on, and by the way, guys, I'm, I'm not Going to talk about the promos, otherwise we'd be here all night. I do love MJ, MJF's promo tonight. Uh, FTR got into a little scrubble with Kenny Omega and Hangman. If you haven't caught that, go back and watch it. It's leading into their story. I think we're going to see the best tag team match of this year, this Saturday, between those four right there. It's going to be all out. <laughs> Anyhow, so... uh. Moving on, the next match that came on was the Chris Jericho and Joey Janela match. Huge Jericho fan I am. Huge. Love him. Can't ask for a better person to help these guys along. Uh, stipulation he had to have Orange Cassidy at the ringside to show him how he was going to do him this weekend. All I can say is when 
Chris Jericho came out and Judas was playing. <laughs> Got that feeling again. When they sang that song at the end of his intro, holy moly. That's what I miss. That's the good stuff. That's what we're here for. And and even Jericho said it on uh, Busted Open. You know, it felt like uh, MSG, you know, or whatever. It was just amazing feeling. I'm sure they're glad to have any kind of noise other than fake noise. But anyways, uh, Jericho put the boot to, to Joey Janela. We got a little crimson mask afterwards. Taking off the turnbuckle, Jericho split him open. And what do you know? In comes Orange Cassidy to save the day after Sonny Kiss shows up. Pretty interesting scenario there. Crowd pop, good noise. Best part about it, I thought, was uh, Orange Cassidy's little promo at the end, dumping out a little bit of the bubbly on the mat. That was pretty funny to me. But uh, very, very hype. I cannot wait for the first ever Mimosa match coming this weekend. We'll talk about it soon here and just shortly. Uh, definitely excited, excited for that. But uh, anyways, all in all, Chris Jericho looked pretty good. He had an Orange Cassidy shirt on that he wipes the blood on after the match. It was classic, classic Jericho. God love him. You got, he's just, he, can't, I can't get enough of him. After this. One of the most craziest things happened. I could not believe what it was. was chaos. Absolute chaos. Started out with a little bit of uh, Jake Hager and, and, or no, excuse me, not Jake Hager, Jake the Snake Roberts and Lance Archer coming out after Taz and his team was putting on a promo. So these guys are getting into an argument. Great stuff. And then lo and behold, who comes out? One of my favorites, new favorites, I might add, Eddie Kingston, bringing out his squad of guys, telling these guys to shut up. He's tired of hearing it. We only got so much time. I mean, classic Eddie Kingston. And, uh, you know, if you don't pay attention and you blink your eyes, next thing you know, there's 20 people in the ring brawling. And I'm telling you, they came from everywhere. Darby Allen's music hits. Uh Power and Pride, uh, Santana Ortiz's music hits. It just, it came out of everywhere, every direction. We had people jumping from their seats right next to ringside that I've never seen before. I'm pretty sure that 18 of the 21 people was in the ring at the same time. I mean, I, I'm not sure if that was the point, but there's so much action you couldn't follow. It was flips on the stage and people on the side, people in the ring. Even old school Billy Gunn got some jabs in, man. I can't believe what I saw. But good stuff. Great stuff. Um, so just set me up for the big 21-man uh, battle coming up on All Out. That's definitely going to be cool. After that, uh, the next match that came to play was uh, something I was a little excited for. Now, not huge just yet on their women's division, but they're working. They're working on it, Lauren. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was pretty big on Thunder Rosa. I mean, she looked great. She worked hard. She she made it real, you know. Definitely, great. definitely. I mean, if you didn't know, if you didn't listen to the broadcast, yeah, she's fifteen year vet, and then she showed it. They were solid enough. It wasn't. 
It wasn't a, a green M&M versus a green M&M. Mm -hmm. Or it wasn't green eggs versus ham, if you want to be breakfast about it. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely a solid match. Getting a warm-up before she fights this weekend for the, the AEW title. Sheeta. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely a solid match. Not shabby. Short to sweet. Keep keeping it. They did have some commercial breaks and as as needed. And then we're gonna get to the main event, guys. This is what y'all been waiting for. What I was waiting for. MJF's attorney, the man from the major pro wrestling pro podcast. Oh my God, Mark Sterling. He looked like a deer in headlights, Lauren. Yeah. Me out there, trying to think, <laughs> I think he might. Might. I'll put up a better show. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Versus the champion, John Moxley. And, uh, of course, John Moxley made it to the ring. He made it a little bit of a mockery like I thought he would. Uh, kind of drug it out at first. But I didn't know what to expect. What you think? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't sure how long it was going to go on for. Um, I was I lost interest pretty quickly. Um, I even thought to myself, when is this gonna end? I was ready for something else. But um I thought the way Warload and um MJF got to Moxley afterward was pretty brutal. Absolutely, good point. Uh man. I, I haven't seen enough of Warload. I want more. More. Give me some more. Like, put him against Cage. Put him against Lance. Put him against somebody. Yeah. We know we can beat the little guys up. But yeah, uh, I was shocked. Uh, Moxley gave the paradigm shift as expected. Yeah. Um. But you know what? I didn't really care for. We've seen blood how many times tonight on this? Twice. Exactly. One too many. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I get it. Go home show. You're trying to draw us. You got us. I mean, but sometimes when you overdo it, uh, you know, like, you run some of those guys that are bounce back watchers off, you know, so. Yeah. yeah I hope you guys are enjoying the breakfast we're feeding you. Uh, this is going to be the hottest breakfast on Friday mornings. Promise you. Mm -hmm. So after that, Lauren, that wraps up the AE Dynamite go home show. Let's talk about real quick what we're going to see Saturday night at All Out. First off, foremost, one of the main fights I want to see FTR going yes. for the tag team championship yes. against Kenny Omega and Hangman. I'm really big on that one too. I'm also big, as I said before, Britt Baker coming back. I That's right. Against Big the doctor Swole. is in. She will be putting on a performance against Big Swole in the buy in. Catch it live on YouTube, I do believe, guys. Yeah. You can catch us on YouTube as well. Anyways, after the mm -hmm. buy-in, looks like they're going to run the match we were just talking about. Young Bucks and Jurassic Express. We're, yeah. we're expecting the same. Yeah. yeah. Like I was saying, yeah. I, I think, you know, with them doing the match of the year with Kenny Omega and Hangman last year, we might see something close to that. But I'm going to root for the other match to be probably a little bit better just because FTR is the season. And uh, right yeah, now, hands does. down. It's Best tag team in pro wrestling, my opinion. My opinion. After that, we're probably going to roll into, well, what do you know, Lauren? 
What? Bet you can't kind of guess what this is. Match this is. Okay. An eight man. Oh. Yeah, but see, this is where it should be. This is how it should be, and it should be an all right match. It's going to be the the Dark Order. They're going to be representing Brody Lee, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. Those guys are taking on Scorpio Sky. Mm -hmm. My man, always ready, Matt Cordona. Uh, and the natural nightmares of Dustin and QT. I think this might be a sleeper, but I don't know. It could be. It could be better than the other tags. We'll you know see. Know? It could be a stinker as well. Yeah. I hope yeah. not. I hope not. We're rooting for no stinkers on this. After that, it's going to be the match everybody's kind of looking forward to. Maybe the sequel, the final night finale. Matt Hardy and the Broken Rules match against Sammy. Yeah. Sammy says it's over. Get it, Sammy. I believe it. Well, we'll see. I, I, I mean, Matt Hardy on creative and not wrestling, I'm okay with. But Matt Hardy wrestling, I'm okay with too. I mean, it, it, you're, you're going to win if you're a wrestling fan. Anyway, this match turns out. Regardless. All right. After that, I think that's going to be that big 21-man battle royal, Lauren. I was talking about earlier. The chaos flipped out on AE Dynamites. Yeah. Go home show. It was bad to the bone. If you had to pick right now, Lauren, who's going to win the Battle Royal? Mm, I mean, out of everybody that was in that last night, I would probably have to say probably Taz and, and his boys, you know? Well, you can only pick one. All right. Well, we won't force it on you. Yeah. Let's just hope for a good one, and we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure the winner gets a title shot. Is that what I'm right? Uh, I believe we'll, so. we'll double check on that. I think so. After that, guys, that's when I think we're going to have the women's tag match, or the women's, excuse me, tag, women's heavyweight championship match. And it's two heavyweight champions here in this match, Lauren, but only one title on the line. That's Thunder Rosa. She's going to be challenging. She is the NWA champion. NWA power, that is. Champion. She's going to be t challenging Cheetah in the AEW champion for her title. What do you think we, we got in store for this? I think Cheetah's going to come out on top again. All right. She's picking Cheetah. I think we could see a, a surprise, an upset. Thunder Rosa is all over media saying she's going to stomp a mud hole and, and take this title back to her promotion. We'll see. <laughs> I just want a good match. Yeah. And either way you look at it, the winner of Britt Breaker, Swole, probably is, a, is the number one contender, and you can't go wrong there. No. After that, Lord, I think what we're going to roll into next will be the co-main event and probably maybe one of the most talked about matches of the year. Oh, I'm thirsty. Guarantee. Thirsty. It will be trending on Twitter. <laughs> I would love you know, a mimosa right now. I, I really would. Mimosa too. You know, we're talking about the I first ever mimosa match. Mimosa. Chris Jericho. Man, when does he not stop putting on these good matches? I mean, he, Stadium Stampede is part of. He was... You know, the creator of Money in the Bank. Now he's got the first Mimosa match. Give me a break, dude. You're killing it. I love it. Yeah. All right. It's going to be him in the rubber match against the Orange, Orange Cassidy. Freshly squeezed. Freshly By the squeezed. way, looks identical to my best friend <laughs> yeah. growing up. I mean, we'll well, we will we'll definitely. He'll be on here sometime soon, but definitely. Uh, man. We'll get him on here. 
get yeah. I can't wait to see the what the outcome's gonna be. I'm not gonna predict. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold my breath yeah. and and hope for the best. And hope for the best. And Lauren, what the world's been waiting for. A change. A change. Because we all deserve better. Everybody deserves better. At least that's what MJF thinks. I agree with him. I mean, we do all deserve better. I don't think he's a dictator. I think he's a he's a hell of a champion. He has supported the company. Outstanding. Listen, I was in Denver the second to last show before the fans stopped coming. I was there with my daughter after the show after he won the championship from our boy Chris. And let me tell you, I'm getting goosebumps right now talking about it. It was amazing. He looked right at us. He was in spitting distance on the second entrance from us. I mean, my daughter, she was at awe and could not believe it. And I I tell you what, uh, to see him lose this weekend would be uh, uh, shocking to me, but not. Personal, personal in a way, personal in a way, but I don't, I, MJF, listen, he's undefeated. He's great. He's pretty much, he's, he's ran through everybody, but let's not get it twisted, guys. Let's, let's not spill your milk on the table of, of breakfast, you know? He, he has had some pretty fictitious wins. So, I mean, hey. I lie, I cheat, I steal to win. We know who says that best, Eddie Guerrero. And if MJF has to use some things like that, so be it. Well, folks, that's that's our wrap up there on the All Out card, guys. We're going to wrap it up late with the toast here. The end of our episode, what we like to call the toast. We're definitely going to go over a few things. Let you guys know where you can find us and everything like that. Lauren, what do you got for them? To remind the listeners, um, you can find Easy Bees Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Audible, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Deezer, YouTube. Uh, I know. Hey guys, don't there forget. There's one more too, but you know what? If, if you can find us pretty much anywhere that your favorite uh, media platforms come from. She so. said it best. Any of them. Any and if them. you can't, just keep listening. I promise it's going to be out there for you. We're going to have merchandise coming soon, guys. I can't yeah. wait. We're going to work all holiday weekend. I'm excited this weekend. Got great things coming. We're going to work this weekend up, get some polls out there for you guys here soon. You know, uh, don't forget, like we all mentioned earlier, go back and watch our unboxing video. There's some secrets in there. Yes, you could be a winner. Maybe, maybe not. You could be a winner. Don't forget, also, Patron, or Patreon. Patreon <laughs> I think sounds good, too. I, I think I'm on. I, I sound like I'm on Patreon, but I'm not. Right, I don't drink no more, so, uh, yeah, I'm not on Patreon. But uh, Patreon, you can find us on there. You can get these episodes early before anybody else, guys, for a minimum of $5 at the lowest tier, I think it is, Lauren. That's right. Also, on the other tiers, there's other things like special videos, shout-outs, maybe even merch, personalized merch. You never know. Hit us up, guys. I mean, we're we're setting up with Zoom, so, I mean, we're going to start getting some remote podcasting. So, I mean... 
can only hey, go up from here. Mark Henry said it best. Sometimes you got to crack some eggs to make an omelet. And that's what we're doing here. We're cooking up some breakfast for you early. Okay. It's the E's and B's podcast, the bacon and eggs of pro wrestling and sports. That's where you get it, guys. Listen, give us some good feedback. We can't wait to hear you. And we'll see you next week, guys. Always remember, eat your breakfast. Mm-hmm.